Welcome to Agents Assemble, the podcast all about the School of Change Agents 2021, brought to you by NHS Horizons. I'm Kerry McGinty, I'm a project manager at NHS Horizons, and I'm currently melting like the Wicked Witch of the West in uh, The Wizard of Oz. It is so hot in Coventry. And uh, joining me today, as always, is the brilliant Ollie and Zara. So go on, give us your titles again for anyone new that might be listening. Hiya, I'm Zara Mohabbat. I'm a project manager in NHS Horizons team too, and I've been part of the team that brought you score this year. And I'm Ollie Benson, so I my actual job title I discovered this week is Communities Programme Manager, responsible for creating school and leading on production. Uh, and also it is quite hot where I am and I've got the window open and I'm also expecting an Amazon delivery. So if I run out... I'm, I'm actually gonna... nervous for you. That is such responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> Take one headphone out, like seriously. <laughs> oh gosh. So Z- Zara, you're just cool as a cucumber. You're dressed as a zebra, but... I'm just lucky the room that I'm in is just not the sun room. So I am dressed as Zara the zebra, which was my animal... For like when you were at school and you had to name a, an animal starting with Z, which you couldn't have much for. So yeah, Zara the Zebra at your service. <laughs> so I can't believe it. This is episode seven. I did think it was episode eight earlier until the team corrected me. I'm just living in the future. Basically, we've had the three live sessions of now all completed. And yeah, it was just unbelievable. Like we thought, oh, maybe a few people turn up because we are having a lovely heat wave at the moment. It's half term. And I think we had like about 80 people turn up, didn't we? Which is really fantastic. But how was the last live session for you guys? Like, how did you think it went? Can you even believe it was the last of the live ones? Because I felt like we were just talking about starting them, to be honest. For me, I think the session I thought was really interesting. One of those ones where you could just sit back and, and listen to some really fascinating ideas being discussed. I think the school, both on the live sessions and on Future Learn, you start up with some quite simple concepts and then by the time you you hit the end of school, you suddenly realise that actually you're dealing with quite complex topics and and subjects. But I think both in terms of the way Helen and Catherine present them, they make them simple. But also because you've got that knowledge that you've built up over those last few weeks, I think we, we talk quite a lot about those penny drop moments, but you suddenly see things all falling into place and why we've talked about these slightly disparate topics because when you get to the subject of complexity and you see that slide where it says the change agent of the future, you suddenly see them all slotting together. As someone that's kind of nearly new, sometimes it's like overwhelming to even look at the complexity topic because I'm like, this is too complex and it's complex to explain the complexity of the complexity. And it's like this rabbit hole. But then when you do these live sessions, it really does break it down into these chunks. And one of the things that kind of always resonate with me is like, not everything has got like, you know, a big fix. You've got to find a way in yourself to get comfortable with the kind of uncertainty and the unknown, which is quite a hard thing if you're like me and you're a bit of a control freak and you're just like, well, let's just get it sorted and done. But that makes you feel like a lot better because automatically when for a lot of people if there's like a big complex situation or like pathways like in the NHS and then you're just trying to think of all these solutions but it's actually getting comfortable in the complexity so when Helen and Catherine kind of remarked on that I was like okay yeah that's something that we've all got to like do ourselves we can't learn that and just throw ideas on something to make it fix it's like things might be a bit tricky you might need to do it in a different way. 
So Zara, what was one of your standouts from the live session? Well, for me, it was hearing all the comments in the chat box around the real life situations that people are in when it relates to complexity. So one thing that some of our participants shared was complexity affecting the speed in which things can happen. Like, you know the answer, you know the change you want to make, but things can be a barrier. And that frustration of being a change agent and not actually being able to do something and how school has actually given them some action points on how to take those first steps and I really like that like the connection between the stuff that we're I guess showcasing in school and how that can be applied to real life that was really nice and also the domino effect and I think sitting from where we are where we're non-clinical is actually so interesting to see how those dominoes affect initially the patient and staff that are working on real life incidences and things like that not that we're not working on real life but just that domino effect I think it's so interesting to see those stories behind it and that really came through the chat box this week as soon as you get those kind of messages in the chat box whether that's in the live session or on FutureLearn it kind of makes everything what we're doing like as you just said like really real and actually it's like another example of oh here's my complex situation thank you that's given me a spark to try this in a different way or take a step back because sometimes you know it's all go 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 but actually some people are like oh, I'm gonna just like take a minute think reframe and like go for it so I think that's such a positive thing so yeah it's three live sessions down and school obviously it ain't over yet but uh, some people have been finishing like our star pupils have been just cracking on with it but for us we've obviously been behind the scenes we've been there in our little caves editing interview people putting all the jargon through and double checking and correcting each other's spelling errors mainly me sorry everyone a lot of hard work for you all but for us as a team this is the behind the scenes of the podcast like let's have a little chin wag like How has it been this year? This is my first year, but how have you found this run of school? Like, because it's had some great response. We've tried new things compared to the other years. So, Ollie, you've done 7,000 schools, I remember, from the last (laughs) podcast you told us. Zara, just 300 or something. But um, on a serious note, like, talk to me, guys. What do you think about this year's run of school? About three years ago, I had an initial conversation with somebody called Helen at FutureLearn about potentially using FutureLearn as a platform. Uh, Until that point, we we had run school primarily as just a series of webinars. So the very first schools were all webinars and Helen Bevan talked about that last week. And then when we realised that actually there were some people who were interested in this and particularly they wanted to get some CPD off the back of coming to these webinars, and um, we had to build in a sort of a part where we could demonstrate their learning. So initially it was just filling in a Word document and sending it to us. We marked them and gave them a certificate based on that. And what was fascinating was just the amount of effort and what people put into those stories and you know we got these lovely documents that we we read and we just kind of said yes they've done well and then didn't have anywhere else to to put them so we started thinking about well you know is there a way of sort of developing this beyond just a, a word document and we we moved to a sort of more learning management system which was better in terms of actually being able to deal with all those applications and I think we had about a thousand people go through that first learning management system but still they were very much just writing into boxes that only we got to see and and it didn't feel like it was actually what we wanted school to be school is about that social learning it's about not only just sort of seeing what Helen and Catherine and we, we put on the sort of platform but actually what everybody else is reacting to that and FutureLearn stood out by a long, long shot as as a route where actually it was 
was a really good opportunity to do learning. So we started having conversations with FutureLearn. We then worked with Leadership Academy, who already were using FutureLearn. And that's why we have the, sort of, the partnership with Leadership Academy. And we ran our first one on FutureLearn around this time two years ago, um, but very much led by the live sessions. And then with the sort of FutureLearn platform providing the, the additional learning. And we kind of realised that actually that was the wrong way around. We wanted to get to a point where actually we were led by the FutureLearn platform. And we, we ran the same course again later in 2019, predominantly led by FutureLearn. And, and so the learning we got from that really was how many people at points of care where they're not able to necessarily give up an hour on a Tuesday or, or whenever yeah. um, in their diary. To, to come to a live session but having sort of bite-sized learning was, was really valuable to them we got really excited about well there you are there's the future and then the pandemic happened and unsurprisingly we kind of got uh, moved on to other priorities and running school didn't feel like the priority it wasn't the priority for NHS England and our team and obviously the people who participate in school so we kind of put it on hold. So to finally got to that point where we're doing the thing that has been sort of three years in the making, where we've got a school that's led by the future learn and that social learning together, and we're starting to see the fruits of that. I'm really pleased with how it's gone. I started in November 2020, so I'm relatively new now. That when you first describe how you all like somebody was sending in the lined paper, you've like gone from zero to 100. It's like now you're on the online Hogwarts platform, whereas before it was very much like, have you got your red pen out, Ollie? Get ready to mark. But um, no, it's a complete um, transformation. And Zara, you've obviously done this before, um, you know, quite a few times as well, like Ollie. And seeing that change for both of you and seeing how far it's come, it must feel like pretty good. You must. You must feel bitch off of yourselves. <laughs> well, we're, we're actually a really good scale here because Ollie's been through quite a lot. I've got like the gooey middle and you've got the pandemic and Kerry, where um, <laughs> actually this was one of the first projects that I was involved in when I first joined the team. And that, that was like the whole team project. So it was one thing that the whole team got involved with. And actually it was, it was a really good project to be part of when you've just joined the team as well because it was a good opportunity to get to know everyone. And we'd actually all go into Coventry and have lunch together and then go into the Ramad and film and you know and I have this distinct memory of like putting containers upside down to get the laptops at a good level to be able to film and things like that so actually it's been so different from us all being in like one room together to all actually being in our homes and pulling it off in the same way so that's been really funny actually but it's, it's worked and we've all adapted to kind of being at home so I think it's been really interesting um I definitely do miss like going for a cheeky Nando's um, <laughs> with with all your colleagues before the school session <laughs> I mean who doesn't it should be written into everyone's legal work contract like must have a cheeky nando's once a month with the team yeah it's kind of weird for me because hearing all that i'm like that sounds amazing and obviously i've started so we've only ever seen each other in a small rectangle or a large rectangle depending on how many people are on the call but um for me like coming in in a pandemic like working from home and then like this amazing project of like school you all know the topic so well and like it's amazing like all the content's there but I guess the thing that I felt like oh what can I bring to this team was more of like from my journalism background so I think this year I think all of us as a little team that are on this podcast really worked hard to kind of look at like the previous year which is like I think something I did in like my first month of being here and looking and saying okay but how can we do this different next time whether that be 
actually make it into a video or like, you know, considering, oh, we've just made this video, why not make a video for social media? And also the videos, although you don't want it to be like death by video, I think the videos were really important this year, even for people taking part in the course, because it has been a bit isolating. And as you say, just having that little bit of like putting the face to a person, like this is a real person telling me about this story or stuff like Ollie, or even like, I mean, I'm the Mo fan club, here we go again, she's on there, but like seeing her, (laughs) although her voice is powerful enough seeing her and watch her tell a story is like so incredible and people like dr esther murray she's like a magical agony aunt obviously she's got all the doctorates and everything she's like a psychologist but the way she says it she's so personable if i met her in person i'd be like oh she would definitely get like a, a cheeky wine after the school for change agents live wouldn't she she'd have a chin wag with us all and it was that kind of important that we brought the humanity into it after a year of kind of this is a bit scary for everyone and what everyone's going through but um all together us three actually made a lot of the videos remotely together and it's kind of interviewing people like it was really fun but it's also that thing isn't it of hello I've met you for the first time let me interview you over a zoom and then we're going to put it out there to like thousands of people like and how did that differ for you Ollie from the other years because obviously you've done a lot of filming in person but you know changing that to be then just completely the virtual filming like how was that for you I think it's really difficult actually to do interviews virtually, particularly when they're people that you don't well know. So like you, I've got a background in, in journalism in, in sort of creating uh, content and the standard way if you go into a sort of setup and you're chatting to somebody, making them at ease and you're setting up the cameras and the lights and just having all that sort of discussion and you, you know, you've worked out where you're going to do the filming and, and you've got a sort of nice setting and everything. And you have none of that really from a sort of pure production point of view, you have very little control over where somebody is sat, you know, how they're lit. Yeah, like, draw the blinds, move your cat to the left. Like, also... <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, we've been really lucky that actually all our participants have come across relatively well from a production point of yeah. view. I mean, possibly January, February 2020 brought a whole load of new equipment to go out and do some <laughs> filming with, which I think some of it hasn't actually come out of its boxes um, because, you know, it's all sat in Tara's house. It's literally <laughs> at mine. I've just spent loads of time filming my mum and dad and my cat. So, you know, that's the content that we've got on this really high tech camera at the moment because of the pandemic (laughs) so that's a podcast exclusive for everyone if you're wondering what's going to happen now the kardashians is going off air habits is going to be all over your screens just zara's cat and mum and dad love it one of the things that we said about this sort of version of school was we really wanted to put the case studies front and centre of the school in a way that we hadn't previously. We've always had case studies and, and examples of people, but very much sort of the content that led was sort of Helen and Catherine's content. And I think we always say, we look at the feedback, we kind of read what people's comments are. And, you know, one of the things that we always got with school was, this is lovely, but, you know, I can't see me doing some mm. of this stuff. And I think that was part of the reason for really pushing people like being asked to the front of school to say you can do this there are people exactly like you taking what we're, we're talking about and doing stuff with it what i'm really excited about is then finding more of those people and actually getting on a train with a camera lighting rig <laughs> microphone and going making some nice films with them we can have all the theories we want in the world but until you actually suddenly go okay that's how it relates so when we talk about old power new power that's you know a lovely concept and people will sit there and, and nod but it's when you kind of take being ash and say look this is what she's done and you know when we talk about those concepts this is what that means in reality mm-hmm. and i think that's when people suddenly go okay i understand it now 
I think it's such a good point because it's like look at anything in life. It's like if you don't know how to do something or you know you kind of know how to do something, you've got all the theory, but actually it's like oh, but I don't know how to do that. It's like watching a YouTube video with an example or someone showing you in their own little way how to do it. And I think that's such an important point because we want more stories like that. And the comments on FutureLearn have just been incredible. And it's like, if you've been brave enough to share with us your comment, I mean, we would love to follow some journeys of some of the stuff that everybody wants to action. Because you make school, like the people listening now, people taking part, you're making school and the changes that you make even if you think they're small or you know you found the courage to share with us to do it I think it would be fantastic for us to follow that journey Ollie you're like our Dumbledore and we've all got on the McGonagall Zara because you said Zebra you could be a herbology teacher what was (laughs) but it is that thing of like we're the proud faculty members that want all of our pupils to just go out and flourish and for us if we can follow that journey we would absolutely love it so please do get in touch with us. Um, all you need to do is um, go on to the Horizons website, which is horizonsnhs.com forward slash contact. And that's how you can get in touch with us. Or you can find us on Twitter at Horizons NHS and just slide in our DMs and we would love to talk to you. There was like this one comment, actually. I'll just take a snippet and I won't name the name of the person on the future. But they said that basically confession time. When I started the course, I had taken a huge case of imposter syndrome. I didn't think that I could be a change agent at all. I felt like such a fraud. But now looking at that statement through enlightened eyes and all I've learned over the past five weeks, I feel inspirational. I feel transformed and awakened. And now I think I can do it. and that just is absolutely fantastic so keep your comments coming get involved if you want to and you can and thank you so much basically so one thing i was just going to say is um we kind of spent this this podcast talking about it being like the last week of school we've actually still got people joining on on future learn so if you're listening and you finish school and you're wondering what to do and you know log back on go back to week one look at some of those comments and i i think really you know respond and encourage people because it's like turning up the last people at a party or something when you know everybody else is going home and you're kind of like well i've just got here (laughs) we need to recognize that you know for some people our week seven is is their week one and we wanted them to have just as great as experience as everybody else so do if you've got some time going and to respond to some of the comments definitely if you're anything like me as well like i need to read things a few times so while we've got the opportunity you've got a whole eight weeks to kind of go back and reflect on the points that maybe you were like oh yeah that was really good what did that mean again you've still got that chance and always new people to kind of discuss and exchange ideas with for sure well thank you so much for listening to our podcast please do keep letting us know what you think of it what you think of school and um, get in touch with us on twitter but um thanks so much again and we will speak to you next week we'll bring you behind the scenes even further if you dare into <laughs> our little lives of the school change agents so that's all from us for now Tarara bits thank you very much bye, bye.